Hello, and welcome back to the Couch's Co-op Podcast. Thanks again for returning. Oh, man, I've been the most inconsistent person on the planet with this thing, but uh, I like doing it, so I need to, to set a schedule and stick to it. Um, just right off the top, go ahead and go follow the social media pages to help me gain some ground. Couch's Co-op on Instagram, Twitter, Twitch, and YouTube. Um, video is all over Twitch and YouTube. I usually live stream there first, so you can catch the podcast live and drop in the chat if you want to. Uh, after that, Instagram, just put up like a little picture or video or something, trying to just say the podcast is ready. And, and Twitter, just, you know, on the, the Couch's Co-op page, I'm retweeting video game news, commenting on stuff on uh, popular uh, Twitters, Twitter handles. Whatever you want to call it. Uh, just giving my two cents on what's going on in the game world. Uh, and uh, also just drop some gems every <laughs> every once in a while. Uh, so yeah, if you want to, to help spread out the podcast, please uh, go follow the socials. And then hook it up every once in a while with a like or a share or whatever. Um, soon I'm, I'm working on getting on another podcast uh, a little bit. I haven't been the best at communicating. But uh, something should be coming down the pipeline. I think we're going to do like a podcast exchange or whatever you want to call it. Uh, we're going to record a podcast for her and I'm probably going to be zoomed in. I'm not sure where she's based out of. Uh, and then we'll figure out something to do for Couch's Co-op. Um, I'm not sure how we would do the video game thing slash I don't know if she even plays video games. So what I'm thinking is just getting some questions together and, and uh, you know, just gauging how she feels about the video game world and if it's uh, bad or negative, like, just just explore those feelings and then see what's going on. Um, so yeah, hopefully that'll be coming out soon. Um, but anyway, let's jump into the game. So we've been playing God of War for the last few weeks. We jump back in after... Uh, taking a little bit of a break for October, so we're back into it. Last week, I gave a more in-depth uh, summary of the story, so just where we've been since then. Uh, Atreus got sick after we visited. Where did we? Uh, after we got a chisel to make some runes. On Tears Bridge, so we can get to Jotunheim to spread our mother's ashes. So uh, that and that Mimir learned that we are the ghost of Sparta, the god of war. Sorry, I have way too much experience points. I need to spending these. No, I was never good. The stats switching thing, but let's see how this goes. Which is fine. covers round. Second fall. Think about Giona Gioberto. Yes, Gio. Gio's really embodied her crybaby name. Giona. Gio. 
her and George are beefing. They're not having the best of time getting used to each other. Yes, Chio. What's up, baby? What are you doing? Feels a troublemaker. Good one. Yuri beat down. The combo going. Spartan surge. Hold. Let's see. Have anything else we can upgrade? What's going shot <clears throat> anyway and so where we're going now um now that we got the chisel and we got atreus back to life i'm back to life that's um got them all healed up we're gonna go figure out what the runes are and they're allegedly under tears bridge scope that out First, take you on a journey. Let's see what else. Of course, maybe that's a word. We have to repair that somehow. All the way back. Anyway, doesn't this make podcasting in the world? We'll just keep the story going. Oh yeah, I don't think Atreus is too happy. Yeah, uh, we're still beefing with uh, Freya about whether or not we need to tell Atreus he's a god because he thinks we hate them, but he doesn't know he is one yet. But I think it's a good time. We can kick it off with the Artist of the Week. I think this week, um, I've been reminiscing about this guy's old songs because he was so much in the media and stuff like that and his new music i'm not too crazy about so this this week's artist of the week is the old kanye man he's been really quiet lately i'm really afraid he's gonna do something he saw will smith and he's taken every iota of uh of inspiration he can skeet might get slapped at the grammys coming up hopefully he's not a not handing out any awards for sure he's gonna slap He's gonna try to one up Will. Um, but yeah, old Kanye. So he's like now he's all about controversy and stuff like that. But he had a reign for a few years when I was in high school, where he just could not miss everything he was putting out. Uh oh. You said I was terse. I think I'm weak because I'm not like you. I knew I was never what you wanted. After all this, I thought maybe things were different. No. You do not know everything, boy. How sad. No. 
it's like these moments that I love in this video game, right? It's you, you learn more about the characters, you realize Atreus is a kid, he's not understanding the whole picture. I'm a god boy. From another bum, bum, bum. Here. Tell him. Anyone. When I came to these shores, I chose to live as a man. But the truth is, I was born a god. Mic drop. And so were you. Died. Boy. Have you nothing to say? Gotta learn. Um. Can I. Turn into an animal? Like that's part. Like it. Further supporting my theory that Atreus is Loki. No. No, I do not think so. Oh my god. Mother now? She was a god too? No. She was mortal, but she knew my true nature. I'm a god. Why did you wait so long to tell me? Because of a complicated history of killing all the gods. I had hoped to tell spare him. you. No. Being a god, it can be a lifetime of anguish and tragedy. That is the curse. What sorts of things can Kratos you do? doing the real work for the Absentee Fathers. Go play your games, kids. Turn invisible? Good storytelling moment. You are welcome to surprise me. Is this why you're rude sometimes? Are you sure you've never heard any? Not as you do. That's no surprise. Every god is unique. So maybe I won't get strong like father. This is what makes me nervous about them making like the God of War games and the other video games. Speaking of video game series, let's uh, table that talk so I can finish off Artists of the Week. Yeah. Uh, and then I'll reduce the editing I have to do in post to be able to get the Artists of the Week segment out. But uh, yeah, like I was saying, in high school, Kanye just could not miss, man. Like he, college dropout came out, I can't remember the year, it might have been 07, <clears throat> 08. Maybe earlier. But, um, yeah, bunch of bangers during that period. All falls down through the wire, Jesus walks, slow jams. And then, <laughs> an incredible turn of events, ten years later, The Life of Pablo comes out. Uh, favorite album. So, I haven't watched the documentary yet. I have to, just because I heard it's... Super gnarly gives you a lot of insight into what was going on, but I mean, I'm assuming it's just gonna kind of confirm what we all think, right? Kanye's a madman, but he's a genius <laughs> with when it comes to the music and stuff like that. Maybe mistiming, like if that's what this controversy is all about, getting more eyes on his documentary. His new music, I ain't crazy about. I don't know why. I listened to the religious album once, and I just couldn't do it. Read uh, it. And even some of the smaller projects that came, I can't remember if it was before that. Um, T Pain had one. I think he released like five or six albums for different artists. Go. But, uh, like the T-Pain album, I, I definitely liked it. No, it's not back. Felt so bad about killing somebody else. Well, I'm not sure that's the lesson. You've done nothing to regret. And, uh, the, the collab no, album in that same series with Kid Cudi, there was a couple songs I liked. Honestly, can't remember uh, what the other albums are after that. There was that one with the picture of the mountains. Must have been in Montana with the green writing on it. Was not crazy about that at all. 
just the whole story of him rapping through the wire when he had his jaw wired shut is, is super gnarly. And the song was great, so I mean, like, what are you supposed to do? Criticize the guy? But that, uh, other things, feel free to criticize all you want, right? in a moon it's been known to happen yes but um when but um when the life of pablo came <laughs> when the life of pablo came out uh ever and i were fucking we were lit for that album man we were listening to it we were super about it um we we got a good chance to go see him in concert <laughs> and we kind of joke around it was his last concert before he lost his shit literally the day before um, it was the Life of Pablo tour, and he was, we saw him at the Forum on like a Thursday, or maybe a Sunday, and then the next day, he had another concert, and there was this, uh, this other guy in the office, he worked in the mailroom, he was this like short, stocky, Pacific Islander dude, and he, uh, he was all about hip-hop and, and stuff, so me and him, we kind of got along well, and we were going to concerts at the time, so we were always able to talk to each other about it. And, uh, <laughs> so I came back and was like, hey man, when's this Kanye concert last night? It was the best thing I've ever seen. And, uh, I, I, like, that's my honest opinion on it. Like, it was, it was the best concert I've ever been to. It felt like, uh, I'll use the term a religious experience, uh, but... Of course, it's a little bit dramatic, but we were, <laughs> I felt like we were probably at the top row. Ember uh, and I, we were listening to Life of Pablo, like, for a month before that. Like, every week, we, we would just start listening to it from beginning to end several times on the way to work. At the time, we lived in, uh, in South L.A., and so we had, like, a 30-minute commute sometimes depending on if I was dropping her off or what was going on how dare you but yeah the concert I, I say it was a religious experience because we had we spent all this time listening to the music figure out the pub do what we do every day Pink. Try to kill some god. Or just both. But uh Brother, a trap for the winds of hell. But where do you think the winds are? The winds of what? Oh, forgot to mention that. When you were sick, we went to Hellheim to get you yeah. cure. Did you did? <laughs> Terrible experience, by the by. Your dad picked up a new trick, though, with a little help from Brock. Brock was there, too? I... Yeah, a lot happened to Trace. We'll get back to this later. Yeah, we will. Nope, alright, let's... On with the pun. And... So, once we got to the concert, we just... We were about this album. We knew everything about it. We were reading up on it. He just started dating Kim Kardashian, which, by the way, like, with everything that's happening right now, like, he had a, uh... Yeah, I know. Brian Mimir head. Got him. It's, uh, he, actually, he did kind of the uh, freaking the cutest thing in the world, man. During the concert, that kind of added to the whole theme. Uh, for Kim's birthday, I, I think it was the day of her birthday, he did like a big, and I, I think it was also an anniversary oh, of the father's death that year, too. He had a big slideshow of pictures of Kim when she was a kid and her dad and like her whole family and it was all touching. And I think he he might have performed that that song Bound Two during or before. Trey's trying to throw me in there.
trying to dodge, but that was uh, the Star Wars controls. Got it. And also at the concert, what really made it feel like a religious experience to us, and I, I keep using that word. Um, was just how loud it was and the bass and because it was bassy it didn't feel too loud it was like just reverberating in your chest and we were sitting at the top of the forum and uh <laughs> the building was rattling and all these like sorry blue yeti the uh like all these little pieces of black material <laughs> I, it felt like vinyl or something, so it made me think it was like material covering the roof uh, or the ceiling was getting like shook loose and it just started like raining down on us and it was it was just wild. And I mean, if you listen to the album too, like there's like just that that uplifting like uh, I think it was organ keyboard uh, just reverberating throughout the whole building and. He just brought it. And I mean, part of the experience was we got to see him the day before he lost his shit <laughs> and started ranting on Twitter and this and that and going on TMZ and saying, like, black people are enslaved because they want to be kind of thing. And it's just like, get it. <laughs> I'm just going to turn this picture of me and my bloody knives around. For the listeners, uh, we're we're under Tears Bridge, trying to look for those those runes, and we wander into this treasure thing. And Kratos picks up a pot, and it's a picture of him, kind of yelling, and has his his swords out, and they're covered in blood. And Atreus walks up, and he throws the 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 urn that has the painting on it, and so Atreus can't see it, uh, but it broke perfectly, so Atreus saw it. Yeah, that was, That's if, I, I don't know what it's like anymore, or <laughs> if the Sunday service is, is anything similar to it, but, uh, I, I mean, if it's a good album and you like the music, I, I would say go to it. It was a great concert, man. And, uh, my second favorite moment, uh, from, from concerts. So Kanye was just fantastic. I loved it. Um. But probably my favorite moment from any concert was I. We saw Kendrick that year too. He was touring Dam, and I. Uh, thought glasses were gonna help me. I guess. Oh. Front ones that I come from there. So, but those songs I, I mentioned earlier, that's what I put out there for All Falls Down. saying the the songs I listed earlier is what I put in the playlist so go check that out on Spotify uh, follow the playlist uh, if you follow it then I think it gets added to your playlists and uh, maybe that's something we can experiment with is uh, maybe we can make like a some kind of public 
Council's Co-op playlist where listeners can go and add that in. Uh, I'll take a poll later. On, uh, I'll do it on Instagram and Twitter so everybody can see it. We'll, uh, we'll see if that's something people are interested in. Say those songs again. It was all falls down through the wire. <laughs> Jesus walks is kind of a funny one. And uh, slow jams. But something I wanted to talk to you about it because I do have kind of a an experience to share about it too. So during that time, it was before we saw the concert. It was probably a week before. Now that I'm thinking about it, because if Amber and I were getting this rowdy in the car ride to work. Um, I, I, I'll never forget it. It was the, definitely the first time, not the first time, that was the second time I, I had a gun pulled on me before. That was, uh, so we were commuting to work, right? We live down in South LA. Uh, I, I wasn't gonna give out the address, but <laughs> somebody still lives there, I believe. So it was down in the, the 50s, 50 something street. Uh, Shout out T-Money. Uh, I love T-Money. I miss Tanya. She's our, one of our roommates in South LA, but we also went to the same school, and so we got a lot of history there. I miss her. miss her a lot, T, if you're out there. But so we were driving up. Uh, uh, what street was that? That must have been Main or Figueroa. Definitely Main Street. And... It's right when you make this turn, or just past this turn, it's it's main makes this like 45 degree curve to go to to start heading straight to downtown. driving and it was around 23rd street the song famous comes on from life of pablo and that's the one where you see it well i think i'm back sorry about that my uh computer stopped recording i'm gonna ask you chill ah, stop crying um where was I at? Yes, telling the story. So we were, uh, it was like every morning, we got in the car. We we're going back, driving to downtown LA for work. Amber and I both work in downtown LA. Off that mic. Um, <clears throat> and she needed the car for something for work. She probably had to go visit a store or whatever she had to do for that day. And, uh, And so we're driving up Maine or Fig, and must have been Maine. And we're we're making this forty-five degree curve. Nah, get off this laptop. And we're listening to Life of Pablo, uh, the song Famous. And so we're get, we're just getting into it at the time. We're obsessed with this album because we're going to the the concert. And we make this turn, uh, traffic was gnarly at this light, it was bad every time. But there was like a little quick uh, turn you can make to go up to Spring Street and avoid this long traffic light and Spring would just take you in. Uh, so we make a left on 23rd and and we're still singing and I'm sitting in the passenger seat now and having a good time <laughs> just singing make this bitch famous god damn amber in the back and uh I just wanna know the and so i kind of okay? locked eyes with this guy for a split second and he did the same thing looked like he just must have been like pacific islander trey is asking the real questions 
and perhaps more small passages. Hello. Go. Come watch, brother. Good luck. So we make that left on 23rd, and I see, I just, I lock eyes with this Polynesian dude, presumably, because uh, he had this long, like, curly hair, and I'm on that, And I don't, I don't know why, just I, something didn't feel right. And when I locked eyes with them for that split second, and I didn't say anything, I didn't think anything of it, other than uh, weird. I don't know if this is work. Uh, yep, yep, yep. This is part of the uh, the Ragnarok mythology where. The wolves that chase the sun and the moon finally catch the sun and the moon. And that's part of Ragnarok kicking off. That's right. The bringers of day and night. There you go. And, and so we're driving down now this little side street, 23rd, uh, to go from Maine to Spring. And I kind of... Like, not on purpose. I just kind of peek in the, the rear view as we're still singing <laughs> the song. I made this bitch famous. And and so now I see this guy go out into the middle of the street behind us and is kind of jogging up to the car as we're coming up and we're at this red light. Everybody out there in a relationship is about to understand what I'm going to say. <laughs> so so we're sitting in here and I, I look at Amber who's driving and nothing in this room for me to turn on that mechanism. And so I turn to Amber and we're at this red light and we're not at Spring Street yet. Uh, so I just kind of turn over to her and I'm like, hey, can you uh, just need you to make a right here? There's, there's no cars coming. Just make a right. Uh, because I see this guy trotting up behind us and like before when I'm giving Amber directions or something. I need to get that last one. Place. Run down there. Turn that on. Everything we've seen and done. I bet. Maybe it was your we need a placeholder. There. And so this guy, is, he's jogging up behind us, right? I see him, I look, and I tell Amber, there's no cars behind us. There's no cars around us. Like, there's no reason to hesitate or anything. I'm like, hey, there's no cars. Can you just make a light here at the red light? Uh, because I've given her directions before, and I'm like, hey, you need to turn right. And then she's like, ah, like you need to give me more things. And and I was probably a little, <laughs> like, the turn came up kind of quick. So, yeah, sure. I get it. If you're a nervous driver, like Amber is, like, like take, take care of with, uh, trying to startle them and so taking that into consideration I'm just like hey like like just turn right there's no cars whatever blah 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 and immediately I'm sure you already know like what what's happening what's going on and I'm like I'm nothing don't like it's okay just I need you to make a right right now uh Light's red, you're good, there's no cars coming. I just need you to, to make a right. And and so she's still panicking. Oh, la, la, la. And now, too late, like this guy, he's knocking on the window of the car. And I don't want to assume anything, I just, you know, feeling feeling the energy. And and as he, he knocks on the window and he kind of like makes this this gesture to like open the door and at the same time he lifts up his shirt and is flashing a gun at me and and so now it's 
it's like what are you gonna do like what's gonna happen and of course like everybody's like toxic masculinity masculinity machismo whatever you want to you want to say it but the first thing that went on in my mind is this guy's not going to pull me out of my car while amber's driving and take off especially when you when he has a gun on him on me like it's like my mind in in it went instantly bad like what's going to happen to amber if i get out of this car and this guy jumps in and uh that year i had, so i started getting into archery which has kind of fallen off now i i did order a target so i just need to get back into it and over there which i'm up and when i got into that jeremy got me my brother got me a uh it got me a little hatchet just for like I don't know if I go camping or or something, right? And so I always kept it on me. One And I, I don't know why it was on. I don't even know why it was on this side of the car. I, I usually keep it down and like stuffed in one of the cubbies. In the, in the side of the door. And it's usually in the driver's side door. I, where I sit. And if shit goes down. Like I don't have a gun. Like. I can't fight. Like I've never taken boxing or anything. Sure I wrestled in high school. That's nothing. I guess it's not nothing, but uh, but for some reason or another, it just happened to be in the passenger side door where I was sitting, and that was my move. I I grabbed it. I I grabbed my little hatchet and I went to bump the door open. And so at this time, like now, he could see what's happening, and then he like drops his shirt and backs off. And I mean, at that point, it's like literally, I don't think the timing could be better. He just turned around or he took his hands off his gun, off his shirt. The light turns green. Amber turns bright. <laughs> Fucking finally. Oh, <laughs> Fucking finally turns right when the light turns green. And then this guy's just standing there like, uh, oh. And the guy's just standing there, and he actually now at this point takes his gun out and is like waving it around. And I'm like, what is. Like, at this point, like, I couldn't be more mad. Oh, bullet chains on the wall. There are three of them. You can. Atis is one. Sorry, Kratos. <laughs> Might be. So we're gonna do that now, maybe. That didn't fit. That's good. Okay. Better be much quicker, homie. Right. There we go. Come on. There we go. Oh, we're done, so. Middle. Come on. Ooh. That one. There we go, now it's in order. Ooh. 
does, man. Like, yeah, I was so pissed off. Like, I don't know what triggered me about that man walking yeah, other than a dude fucking pulling a gun on me. Break it, bitch. Oh! <laughs> but that's like <laughs> that's you know that's the reason <laughs> that superheroes don't exist right because if if Iron Man swooped down to save somebody that person would be like your suit can't do that your suit can't stop bullets And, uh, <laughs> but yeah, so that was the first time I got, uh, or the second time I got a gun pulled on me. The first time, uh, erroneously a cop pulled it on me. <laughs> that was fucking terrifying. That was the whole, and that was the time that the Black Lives Matter thing was big and, and stuff like that. Albeit I'm white, I, believe it or not, I was tan as shit. Because uh, I was working, there it is. Uh, We've got it. my last job, my job before Deloitte, where I was working on water wells, and I was coming back from work. Boy, there's I wasn't on a phone or anything, and I I was a block away. I was a block away from home, and on the day you were born, definitely more than a block. I was probably a couple. Kratos. And when you were ready, one for you. Oh. Today is that day. Boy. So I'm a man now. Like you? No. We are not men. We are more than that. The responsibility is far greater. This my discipline is self-command the one who wields it. And that is where the true strength lies. Amazon has some pretty fucking big shoes to fill, man. Good but uh before I start talking shit about game series, the uh It, it must have been more than a block because I was watching this cop for a while. So uh, police cars start, started following me for a bit. And this is, I was driving like a 03 Buick Century. <laughs> and uh, love that car. Best AC I've ever had. What's going on there? Add it up. Uh, so it must have been like more, like half a mile, a mile out. Change that. There we go. Oh shit.
so half a mile or so out, I was just driving and noticing this cop was just following me for... Couldn't tell why. I mean, there was nothing wrong with this car before I was driving a little dinky Toyota Corolla, so I get it, man. It was like a 95 manual, so if you thought something was up, maybe. And... <laughs> and so I started taking the weird ways around. Start taking like little side streets to get out of there quicker. Thinking that was gonna help me <laughs> not get a tail, or at least be able to park my car and be at home, right? But uh, that was not the case. Uh, and so I pulled up home and I parked, and then all of a sudden. <laughs> like now the cops right behind me. I'm parked. And I look and Pop's the biggest gangster of them all the uh, I Look and Pop's kind of peeking out the, the top windows like in the top of the door and So this cop he pulls me over. I don't know what's going on on top of that like, you know the black lives matter and uh, Thing going on and my windows are broken. None of them roll down. <laughs> so there's like nothing, right? There's nothing I could do. I I just need to, I guess, figure out a way to. Uh, I have beaten bigger to communicate with them. <laughs> and what makes me nervous is he gets out of his car and he has his gun drawn already, like pointing it kind of at. Me, I don't know the side of the door I was in line and <laughs> so now I just like I put my hands up and I'm just yelling or trying to yell loud enough in my car be like my windows are broken <laughs> like it's I'm not <laughs> my windows are broken I can't roll them down and, and so finally he goes and he taps on the window and with with his gun fucking asshole Roll down your window. It's like I said, it's broken. <laughs> Cock. And uh, and so he says, okay, lock, unlock, unlock your door. Put your hands on the wheel. So I did that, and he opens it. It's like license and registration. And I'm like, right? I was like, got it. Like I'm reaching for. It's like, did I do anything wrong? What's what's going on here? So there's reports of somebody, a dangerous person with a gun, who abuse somebody driving around in a vehicle that matches your description. I'm like, dog, so you... <laughs> and now I'm just like, like, did they give you a description of the person? Like, do I, I say this because it's Santa Paula's 80, 90% Mexican population, so I'm like, if this is a Mexican dude, like, I know I'm tan, but not tan enough to be Mexican. Like, what the fuck's going on? Like, I'm big at the time. I wasn't bald yet, so I still had, like, dirty blonde hair. Like, what's... Uh, what's fucking frustrating as shit. And so that was nothing. Like, I can't imagine, man. Like, if I was a black dude, would I be shot? I mean, I would hope not, because... Like, just a perp... The perp description in Santa Paula is great. <laughs> if you're black and get shot there, that's kinda... It really is fucking fucked up police. Because there's one black guy and I went to high school with him. Protect barrier, preventing damage. Sorry, looking at some shit. But yeah, so... Kind uh, of a little small history. Set up. And... For the record, I am a uh, pro Black Lives. Hold on. Back.
and of course I'd be I'd be remiss to talk about <laughs> if I didn't mention anything about Will Smith. <laughs> I know, I know, I'm not black. I'm not a black woman. I'm not a black nothing. But I can throw my two cents in there. Uh, I, uh... So we were actually watching it live and we were confused because we saw, like, this is what we saw, Will Smith, and then we saw this, eh, and then, <laughs> and then his hand was gone, so we're like, hold the fucking phone, like, did we just, and instantly we're on Twitter, like, as, like, the aftermath is happening, well, it's muted at this point, and, and so we find the Japanese or the Australian broadcast, I think it was Australian because they didn't have the subtitles, and... So we, we immediately watched the whole thing and we're like, what the fuck? And I mean, like, your initial reaction, of, of course, everybody's initial reaction is like, your wife got slapped. Like, what are you going to do about it, right? Like, are you going to, like, fuck around and find out kind of deal or that's what everybody's saying? And I, I think the situation is way too complicated to... Is it still good? Overanalysis, I think, is a better word. Overanalyzed. Um, just that face value man if somebody says something to your wife and you look at them and they look defeated and you go and slap them back right <laughs> like on national television but at the same time it's like I think there should absolutely <laughs> eating a trace how to drink and uh like I think there should be consequences to the things people say and do and I know that's like it's controversial maybe to some people but like if you talk some shit about somebody's wife uh, you can expect to get hit right but then like if you're at the Oscars and you go and you hit somebody when you're about to get presented best actor if you don't get best actor man don't be upset like there's just consequences to this shit and you like, you did the mental math. It was worth it to you to uh, defend your wife, I guess. Um, now, I'm, uh, I'm a little partial about the whole alopecia thing because I'm bald. Um, ooh. Trace. Not a fun god, huh? And like I think it's it's just I think I'm gonna like being a god. This is where it starts to get complicated, right? It's like it's a black woman in the media who there's always been like comments on on black hair. We do what we want and it shouldn't be Having learned that travel room to your it shouldn't be okay, right? And it's not okay. But I think in this sense, like, he wasn't making fun of a black woman's... Of black women hair. Black women's hair? Black woman's hair. Black hair on women. And <laughs> he, uh... He just made a joke about her having short hair. And days before, she was celebrating, and she liked her hair. She loved it short, or however you want to say it. Um, but it's a name. And sure, she. The name made it light up. It's the name of one of the Valkyries. Profoundly curious. Wanted to be curious though. And. So it was a GI Jane joke. It was it, honest. Look at. Not a good joke. No. First of all, I may have kept. Like I think in situations like that where you're not. Like you have to kind of do that. Wait, you're at the Oscars. It seemed like a very safe joke, a cheesy joke, a dad joke. Just not a very funny joke in general, right? Ready yourself, boy. So, but yeah, that's kind of my thing on the joke itself. It's just not a good joke in general. So, I think 
and at being at a at the Oscars, Jada being the kind of person she is, who's like surrounded by a lot of drama in the first place, right? So surrounded like by a lot of drama in the first place, it's like why would Chris Rock want to do that? So I guess like people are supporting the idea that maybe there's a thing there. Why is he obsessed with it? And now Amber's telling me something about like he has something in line with like Asperger's or autism where he has trouble reading emotions and things, right? Sure. What like like but also like I don't know how to feel about that either. So it's like maybe he just has a hard time reading those reactions and shit. I don't think he was making fun of the alopecia. The joke sucked. A, like, high-risk, low-reward joke. Um, I know there's a criticism saying that he he didn't handle it, or that Chris Rock handled it professionally, and then people saying that's a white people thing. Hey, I hate to tell you. Like, both of those people exist in Hollywood in fucking White Land. And it, it sucks. But... I... If they want to exist in that White Land... Like, I agree things should change, but you just... Like, sometimes have to play by the rules, I guess, to be able to get that. Which fucking sucks. Right? But do you then... I don't know. Because now part of me is like, I think Will Smith is free, right? Because now the Oscars has a problem with them, or the Academy, whatever you want to say. But I think maybe it's it's time to try like a new medium then. Maybe in, instead of going with these big budget movies, maybe it's time to check out what YouTube has to offer, or these, like, or more Netflix, or... I mean, fuck it. Tyler Perry. I, I'm sure you can make amends with him better and have more discourse and, and some kind of healing conversation there that's way more beneficial than, than trying to deal with these white people who've controlled Hollywood forever. So... Go find a. Why should we hide where we are? Well, you should. Secrets are always around. Shouldn't we be open? Like fear? Fear kept secrets too. For good reasons. To protect. I miss that. That doesn't mean you should lie to your friends. But, and to. Like Chris Rock as well. Like, I think people should be able to tell jokes, right? Like. But also be prepared for the consequences, man. Like, I'm not okay for you just going and saying racist shit and, and saying it's a joke. Like, be fucking prepared. If you make a shitty racist joke, be prepared for backlash because you did a shitty racist joke. People are going to call you racist, which, I mean, if you made a joke like that and thought it was funny, it's like... What's going on here? You did make a racist joke and it was shit. But I also respect that there's a time and a place to to be able to try to explore a joke to make it funny and fail and stuff, right? But I mean, that's a comedy club. That's what that's for. That's not what the Oscars are for. Again, shitty joke and not even one you could work out. But I mean, and the other side of the coin too, like Kramer just running out and saying, like like shouting the N word a bunch, like. You also can't do that. That's not trying out a joke, and that's not defensible. You weren't trying to make a joke. You were just saying some bullshit and making people unhappy. And hey, 
you need to be a better person. You need to try to grow and show people that you're growing and that you're not racist. You have to do that work. So, and uh, like another aspect of it is like the Oscars needs to protect their presenter. <laughs> How did I, I'll be it. Like sure. It's Will Smith. It's another actor, but like there was problems in the Oscars in the past. You can't just let people approach the stage who aren't supposed to be up there. Like Will, Will Smith or not. George, be quiet. Mother. Stop arguing. So yeah, so I think Will Smith is kind of justified for trying to slap somebody who's making fun of his wife. I don't condone violence, but whatever. Um, I also think Jade is a little manipulative. So I don't know what's going on there, nor do I really want to talk about that. Um, I think the Oscars had an obligation to protect Chris Rock from getting slapped. And I think Chris Rock kind of, like, you know, there was consequences for something. Is kind of how it should be. But I don't think he... Like the person, I don't think Will Smith should have even got that far. Right? It um reminds me a little bit of this training that I had in Orlando. I've talked about it a million times on here. Um, Just pack things up. Whatever happened couldn't be all that bad. It could Your be friend. bad. Now don't be lecturing me about family. I ain't the one what forgot what I ain't stood for. What we made, the weapons we made were legendary across nine years. Like Randy Macho Man. Macho Man Randy Savage. E. Inevitably, the cream will rise to the top. Like my shaking espresso. I called you. Oh, you called me? Sorry, yeah, I'm still. Sorry, I'm recording. It's telling you this person. Wow. Did you get me anything? Did you get me anything? But did you get me anything? Choose your words carefully. Wow. You brought me it twice this week? Or at least one. Exactly. Yeah, and the second time, the... <laughs> the Uber... <laughs> yeah, the first time, the our Uber East driver came in a little hot. <laughs> the, uh, the, the road we're on, everybody drives way too fucking fast. And I didn't realize how close it was our house to the road and he like came skidding in across our gravel driveway and was like sorry man like i think i lost half your coffee <laughs> fucking cool uh nah, he was good about it though he like uh he offered to to go and get me another thing of coffee but i'm not gonna make him drive all the way back to starbucks to get me a coffee and he loses money like he's he's a uber driver he's not gonna that's losing money. That's not cool. I mean, why for half my coffee? I mean, yeah, for half Did my coffee, I would want it. Nope, haven't fed anybody yet. But yeah, uh, that whole situation, the Will Smith thing, reminded me a little bit of um, this training I had, right? I talked about this guy who was... Man, nah, nah. Somebody just got aggressive, and I was like, eh, I don't agree with you. And... The, the way they acted was like there was no negative consequences to things and banging a table and there was alcohol involved and I was just like, like are you trying to intimidate me? What's happening here? And yeah. Let's see. Where are we at? I think we're at an hour, so I think now would be a good time to pause. I also have to pee um, and go work out because it's wedding season, and 
my arms are super weenie head general at the moment compared to what they've been in the past. So I need to, to go get some exercise. Um, anyway, big kisses. Moi. Love you guys. Keep on supporting the podcast. Uh, spread the word a little bit. If you think somebody would like it, uh, word of mouth is always the best. Um, like a retweet or something like that. Hook me up. The free content I'm trying to make a little money off of eventually. Funny. And um, flex my brain. Or and get into stand-up. So. Help support the process. And be on the lookout. Uh... If that guest comes through sooner or later, hopefully, hopefully we'll have another podcast for you guys to listen to in a week or so.